Hello Dolphins fans and NFL fans around the country. My name is Tyler Moss. Welcome in to the New Beginnings Podcast. And this is going to be a special Thursday night edition. I am coming to you live from Cincinnati right now, sitting in my Airbnb, uh, getting all you know, getting all my things together, uh, getting ready to tackle the day, uh, getting a getting a plan put together on what exactly I'm going to do, which is mostly going to be just roaming around the stadium, doing some tailgating, and then obviously uh, going in to watch this exciting Thursday night matchup with the Miami Dolphins visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, a lot to talk about from this last game as well. The Dolphins are 3-0 and with a huge victory over the Buffalo Bills in a uh, what was an incredible and um, uh, gut-wrenching type of game at times. But they managed to pull it out. So we'll briefly talk about that, um, get into some of the players that um, were questionable. There was four main players questionable going into tonight's game against the Bengals, uh, key players. So we'll uh, briefly touch on that and, and, and get into exactly what we can expect from this game. But we'll go ahead and get started, and I would be uh, I would be remiss to um, not, uh, not say at the beginning that, you know, I, I got here in Cincinnati yesterday, um, got to go around and, and check it out a little bit. I'm actually uh, where the Bengals stadium is. I am uh, just south on the other side of the river. I can't remember the name of the river, but whichever river that is that the stadium's by. Um, so technically I'm actually in Kentucky um, uh, as far as boundaries go, but I'm, I'm a mile walk on the other side of the water from the stadium. Uh, but they had a nice little downtown area over here. I haven't got to check out Cincinnati's downtown area. I hope to check that out a little bit more, uh, maybe b- before the game, before I, you know, the tailgating starts. But um, everything's been very nice. It's a very beautiful area. Um, uh, so I've, you know, definitely enjoyed my time here. The people have been very friendly. Um, the bars have been a lot of fun. So uh, it's been a good time, and I look forward to. Uh, to go into tailgate, meet new people, uh, meet some, meet a lot of Dolphins fans, hopefully, and and, and meet some Bengals fans too. I'm sure it's going to be a good time. Uh, but before we dive deep into the Thursday night game, we have to rewind it a little bit and take a little bit of a trip back to last week uh, with the Dolphins playing at home against the Buffalo Bills and what was uh, a game in where. The Dolphins had a lot to prove in this game. They've been they were zero and seven against the Bills um, in their in their last games, and and uh, have, have struggled. Have you know really been dominated in most of those games where uh, they've they've outscored the Dolphins by you know a tremendous amount of points um, on average. So uh, it was going to be a tall task, regardless, to come in and, and try to slow down this Bills team. Uh, their defense had not been giving up very many points. Um, and I, I knew even even with the defenders injured that they had, uh, you know, with the secondary especially, they had they had a lot of injuries and uh, a couple of pass rushers were also out of that game. Um, so the, the Bills were a little shorthanded going into the game, but as as many injuries as there were for the Bills, the Dolphins had their own share of injuries. Um, you know, they had the the obvious play with Tua where he had to go out for a brief moment. Um, Definitely didn't play quite the same when he came back in. I attribute that a little bit to the injury, as you know, we've we'll talk about a little bit more with the the back and and then the ankle and um uh, and, and I was like probably many of you out there and many of the analysts and people that were talking about it when I was watching the game. I thought, oh no, like I, I watched the replay after it happened. I watched him stumble. I thought he's got a concussion. Um, he's not going to come back into the game, and uh, but he did come back into the game. 
which you know raised a lot of eyebrows, brought up a lot of questions, and you know um, they haven't they haven't uh, hid from those questions at all. They addressed it in the uh, the press conference right after the game. Even uh, Mike McDaniel, the coach, was very uh, was very transparent about the process that they did and exactly what the injury was and why they went about that. But they still, um, as far as the team doctors go and everything. Uh, when when he was taken back into the locker room, they obviously make sure that it's not that just from what they see on the field. Um, so the protocols and everything were followed correctly. Uh, the NFL investigation has shown that as well. And so it does appear to be a back and, and an ankle issue. Um, and he was pressured a lot in that game, and he's, he's taken a few hits. So um, hopefully, hopefully the back's going to be able to hold up okay. Hopefully he's able to get some rest uh, with the short turnaround in this game. Um, but the way he was able to come back into the game and like I said before, obviously didn't quite play himself. Uh, but the way Tua was able to go out and, and make some big throws, uh, in the, in the second half to help the dolphins, you know, pull out this narrow victory. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was, it was truly incredible for him to be able to go out and that, that big pass to Jalen Waddle. And it seems like every time that this team is a little bit down or needs a big play that Jalen Waddle is that guy and Tyree kill has obviously been great as well. Um, was didn't have quite didn't have a huge day uh, against the Bills, but they did a good job of really making sure they were they had safety help on him, and they were they were really doing a good job of trying to bottle him up. But that just gave Jalen Waddle some opportunities, and so he was that's why he was able to go for over a hundred yards. Um, so both of these guys together, they just keep showing that um, that that both of the guys can have a tremendous game, or if you take away one, the other one can step up to the plate. So. Uh, that's that's been the recipe, and and uh, hopefully that's going to continue as the season goes on. Uh, but really, whenever you take a look at the the Bills game as a whole, uh, the defense is is really the story for the Miami Dolphins. Um, being able to come up big, uh, Xavier Howard has been has been you know struggling with with a little bit of injury. Uh, he's also going to be one of the guys who's questionable for the Spangles game, but um, he definitely hasn't seen himself. And he kind of opened up and talked you know, talked about some of the in, uh, the injury trouble that he's been having. Um, it, it has shown up a little bit. He definitely still played a, a really tough game uh, in in that Bills game. It was a it was a big turnaround for him uh, from where he struggled in the uh, in the Baltimore game, and I think a lot of the injury was really holding him back in that one. Um, but he's been he was able to rebound really well. The secondary was able to. To, for the most part, I mean, I know you give up as many yards as they did against the Bills, and you know, passing, passing touchdowns, passing yards, everything from Josh Allen. Um, you can't give up all of that and say that the defense had a great day. Uh, but what they were able to do is, is every time they got on the other side of the fifty or in the red zone, they were able to hold, you know, to to hold down the fort. They were able to keep them from uh, getting any points on the board at times, uh, especially when it counted down the stretch. And so, if you're you know the defense is definitely one of those ones that that is a bend not break. Um, a lot of that is a little bit of a uh, kind of an evolving secondary. Uh, whenever you have Kodu playing as your second cornerback, and he's been playing fantastic, he's been playing very very well. Um, but you know he's a young guy. Uh, Byron Jones still isn't back yet. This is going to be the the last week without him, and so you know essentially you're going to be getting your your main cornerback too. Uh, who would be a cornerback one on on many other teams in the league is is going to be coming back, and so that's going to be big. Um, so they just have to try to survive this this last week here before they can get him back. But I think I think we'll see. It's kind of similar to to what happened last year when Byron Jones was out for the first four games. Uh, the only difference is that we've been able to have, to play well and had good coaching and won these games um, and haven't started off the year slow like we have in the past. 
but but at the beginning of the year last year, we did see the defense, you know, get gashed and um, a lot of big plays through the air on them. And once they were able to get Byron Jones back, that defense down the stretch during their winning stretch last year, they were really able to to lock things down um, and really had a big second half of the year. A lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers, and so I, th- I think that's really what this team is needing, and it's not talked about quite enough. And that's just because you know you're out for four weeks, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, um, it, you know, after that initial report. But uh, I think it's going to be huge for this defense to be able to get him back next week. Um, so not going to help you out this week against the Bengals, um, but uh, but that definitely shows you know it's a little it's a little telling on why this defense has given up so many yards though. Is you can you can see the areas in which they've struggled and that they're a little weaker. Uh, and part of that is a little bit in the secondary, like we just got done talking about. And the, uh, the other part would be the pass rush and they've blitzed. Um, I haven't seen the updated stat. I can't remember if it, if I, this stat was going into the bills game, but the dolphins were one of the highest uh, blitzing teams uh, in the league. And they were getting, you know, some of the lower numbers, whether it be in pressures or sacks as a result of it. Uh, so they're sending the blitzes. They're having trouble getting to the quarterback. And we saw that a little bit with Josh Allen. He did have a decent amount of time. Uh, they were really able to, to give him more fits in the second half. You could tell that, that, uh, the heat was taking an effect on really both teams. I mean, you could tell they were gassed by the end of it. Um, but in the second half, they were definitely able to get a little bit more pressure, um, Able, able to uh, get the ball back to the offense and and, and get the big stops uh, when they had to do it, and uh, I mean it's it's insanely close game, and and really any any game that comes down to a team driving, uh, and just not able to get out of bounds with no timeouts and just running out of time. I mean that's how close this game was. I mean it was it was inches inches here and there throughout the entire game that that could have. Uh, change this game in one way or another. I mean, whether it be the uh, the the missed field goal by the Bills, um, the Dolphins getting that huge fourth down stop, and in the you know the many times that they were really able to uh, hold them in 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 the red zone or at least uh, make them really really work for the touchdown. There was there was a lot of times every time they'd get down there and they'd get inside the five or get close and they'd make you know the Dolphins were able to get a couple big stops in a row and then they may get the touchdown in there. But the, uh, the other times they were they were really able to to eat up a lot of that clock and you know make them work extra just to get that touchdown. So they did a good job, uh, and and the defense as many problems as there is right now. I mean, it's only going to get better. It's only going to uh, continue to improve as they either get players back or they you know learn to kind of you know mesh together a little better. They've got you know most most of these guys have played together already. They brought back most of the defense, um, so really. I mean the continuity between players and in in their uh, their uh, level level of comfortability with each other is going to be very high. Um, so they're just going to fine tune some things. They're going to sharpen things up. But um, but the defense has, has certainly been very good so far this year. They've just got to be able to give up a little bit uh, less passing yards. I think generating some more pressure. Uh, being able to actually get to the quarterback, get those sack numbers, get get the turnover. Uh, they've been able to get some turnovers. Uh, we haven't seen too many interceptions yet this year, um, but there's going to be plenty of, plenty of room for that as we go on in the season. Uh, but really, when you break it down, this game against the Bills is is it's really historic right now for the Miami Dolphins to be able to start off this year with a new head coach uh, with a lot of questions with Tua 
with it, all the uh, all the things that we've talked about that I've even talked about on here or that you've heard through the media that you've heard from anywhere uh, leading into this year. There were so many questions, um, so many people that would say, you know, this this team is going to go as far as Tua can go. Uh, people saying that they don't they don't think he's going to be able to take them far. People making jokes that Tyreek's going to want to go back to play with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but look where we are now. The Dolphins are three and zero, one of the best teams in the league, and they're playing like it. I mean, most of the time <laughs> they had the when you have to come back and have a couple of games like this where you're you're pulling out the tight victories. It's it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be a little ugly at times. Um, but what I've been what I've been telling people is, you know, I mean, I, I get it that. Uh, it took a miraculous comeback, uh, unlike anything we've ever seen against the Ravens for something like that to happen. Uh, something that you're, you know, that you're rarely ever, if ever going to see. Um, but I mean, you got to take it in the context that every time that we see these big games, um, think of, think of all the primetime games that you've watched with the Kansas city chiefs, uh, that you've watched with, I mean, any of them, take your pick Tampa Bay, uh, when they were making their Super Bowl run, all, all the above, any any of the upper echelon um, elite teams in this league, uh, when they play each other, there's a tendency for there because I mean you've got good quarterbacks going up against each other. So I mean even if you have a great defense, uh, sometimes your defense is going to be able to get the better of that great quarterback and they'll be able to shut him down or limit him, and that does happen. Uh, but what you see a lot of times in these kind of games is that those great quarterbacks they're able to get those yards, they're able to get the yards on the other team's defense and, um, you know, they'll put up big numbers and it'll be a tight game. It'll be an ugly game at times. And really it just comes down to uh, who's able, which defense is able to stop the one just that extra time. Uh, and so I, I don't necessarily put a lot into uh, some of the things that you see on the field because they'll get cleaned up. And, and honestly, whenever you're winning, everything's better. So, um, you know, they start off the year. zero and three, a lot of the pass rush problems, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff with two, it's going to be different. Even even if he's putting up good numbers, because you got to be able to get uh, the, the wins. That's the main thing. And um, to, to this point, they've come out and they've they played well. And I think that they've definitely earned the respect that they're getting. And and uh, the, hopefully the few people that aren't showing the respect, hopefully they'll be able to pull out a couple more wins and uh, maybe maybe change their mind as well. But it's it's one of those games that, you know, that, that everybody thought Buffalo was going to win the game. I mean, they're a juggernaut team. They're a team that's, you know, the, the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. And I would say that probably hasn't changed all that much, even though the Dolphins did win this game. Because, um, like I said, it wasn't ugly. So it leaves a lot of room for, for analysts and for different people to take a look at it and, and pick and choose the few little th- problems and things that, lost the Bills of the game and how they could have won. But at the same time, there was a lot of mistakes made on the Miami Dolphins side as well to where they could have won by, I mean, more, <laughs> essentially. Um, but, I mean, you you came into this year thinking that you needed to get one game against the Bills. You had to win one game and really hoped it would be this home game um, and really thankful that it was because it's going to be very difficult to play up there. It's going to be a very hostile environment. Um, and now that you've beat them, they're going to they're gonna want some revenge. And so they're going to have to come out ready to go the next time that they uh, that they see him up uh, that they see the Bills up there. But really, it's a win that you had to put uh, put on your put on your sheet. It's one that you needed to get under your belt. It's a uh, it's a way to finally break that stigma that the Bills own you and that you can't beat them uh, because you're actually able to. 
And so it's going to be up to them to uh, not necessarily have to win the second game against them this year, um, but to be more consistent in, in their play against them and, and try to pick up some of those wins uh, and not go on you know another kind of losing streak against them. Because it can definitely happen. They're still really, really good. Um, but but showing the ability to beat them and showing the ability to uh, to scheme and to uh, create a game plan that can match up with them and you that you have the players to match up with them, uh, it's very encouraging and it definitely has answered a lot of questions. It answered a lot more than uh, than it made you know, pop up as far as the Dolphins team's concerned. But I think that's all I really have for the Bills game. Um, was very very excited. Um, j- jumping around, screaming, doing the whole thing. So it was a uh, it was a good time, and um, really excited. I was able to to see that happen. But but we're moving on, and we're on to week four now. This team is three and zero, and while you're taking on a one and two Cincinnati Bengals team, um, it, 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 this game is setting up to be something that is going to be extremely extremely challenging for the Dolphins, and we're going to get it all into why. Um, most of it, many of you probably already know, uh, but we're going to talk through it. We're going to see what exactly we can, we can make of this game to come tonight. Um, first off, the Bengals are going to be wearing their white jerseys. Uh, pretty excited to see that actually. I I've seen a lot of videos online and a lot of pictures. It looks awesome. Um, I heard from some of the fans. They're very excited about it. So I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to be, um, all wearing white. So I, I bet it's going to be uh, it's going to look really cool. I mean, I think it's going to look awesome. So I'm um, excited to interact with some of the Bengals fans and, and, and kind of see some of those jerseys because they do look pretty sweet. Uh, but we'll start off with talking about some of the injuries and, and kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, but the four main players that were listed as questionable coming into today uh, was quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, uh, wide receiver Jalen Waddle, left tackle Teron Armstead, and cornerback Xavier Howard. Um, all four are, you know, elite pieces, uh, within your offense and defense that without a single one, you know, you take one of them out of a game and it can dra- you know, dramatically change, uh, the outcome possibly, um, just, you know, to the, to the level of players that all four of them are. Uh, but as of right now, from what I've heard this morning, and it is, let's see what time it is right here. It is 1030 in the morning here in Cincinnati. And as of the reports that I just saw, it looks like Tua is expected to play barring any setbacks as far as, uh, you know, warming up and going through everything, if tweak something here or there, but um, it looks like he's expected to go Uh, Jalen Waddle, the same. And so, yeah, barring any setback for him should be good to go for tonight. Uh, Tron Armstead is also that one. And I'm not too surprised about that one. I, when I was looking at the list, I was a little, um, I, I was unsure about most of them except for Tehran. Uh, Tehran's been playing through. He's you know he's been listed with a toe uh, quite a bit. He's been taking veteran rest days and trying to make sure that he is able to get his you know body and, and self as, as as healthy as possible uh, going into each week. So he's been battling through some little stuff. Um, but you know his veteran rest days and he's but he's been out there working and practicing for the most part. Um, when it, you know whenever he is there and it looks like he's going to be good to go. And so I, you know, it's going to be one of those things with him that he's going to pop up on the injury report a lot. Um, if it's a smaller injury or something that isn't major, he's mostly going to play through it depending on what it is, as long as it doesn't kind of limit his uh, mobility to a degree where he's not comfortable uh, comfortable playing. Uh, 
Um, but, you know, going to be huge to have him out there. We definitely need Tron Armstead. Um, when he has been in, he's been amazing. He's been uh, keeping a lot of elite pass rushers from getting to Tua. So he's been, he's definitely uh, been a huge improvement on that offensive line. And the offensive line is, is really improved in general. They've uh, they haven't been perfect, but at the same time, even in this, even in that Bills game, uh, Robert Hunt had had to go out of the game, so they brought had to bring in a backup uh, at right guard. Um, Greg Little even got injured, who was already the backup right tackle, and they had to bring in a, the third string right tackle. And so there was just there were so many pieces on the offensive line moving during that game and having to the sub people in for a, you know I think for Robert Hunt I believe he was only out for a play and maybe may have been a little bit more, but it wasn't long. Um, so, you know, I mean, with all those pieces coming in on the offensive line, uh, the Bills secondary uh, had a lot of injuries, but that, that offensive line for the Miami Dolphins was really having a tough time during that game. But the backups were able to come into the game and really step up and did a really, really good job. And that's something that uh, Dolphin fans aren't really used to. We're not used to um, not only seeing our offensive line do a pretty good job during the game um, and and really uh, create good pockets for the quarterback and, and eliminate a lot of that pressure. Um, but but to see the backups, you know, with injuries and backups come in and just the way that they've uh, – you, you can tell that the coaching has been at a very high level this year from the way that these guys are responding and that uh, guys who have even uh, – guys that we haven't ever heard of before or guys that uh, have been elevated and given opportunities, they've been able to show up. So – um, it's, it's a huge credit to the team and to the coaching and then everybody involved. But back to those four players on the injury list. So like I said, the three that will be playing most likely, barring any setbacks, are Tron Armstead, Waddle, and uh, Tua Tunga by Loa. Um, Xavier Howard, I had, I, they didn't mention him at all in the report, so I don't, I don't have a good answer on whether he's going to play or not. Um, he's been struggling for sure. Uh, I believe it's he's listed with a groin injury. And... I, I, it's definitely a primetime game, so I can, I can see him trying to play for sure, but, um, maybe not. And if so, you're going to be looking at Kodu and, uh, Nick Needham and, uh, I mean, probably Noah Igbenogany. I'm not sure if they've got him listed on there, but they're going to have to bring some guys up and we're going to have to see some, uh, some guys really step up in the secondary, uh, especially at the cornerback position if he's not in. But it does, uh, with, with so many key players on the injury report like this, and you know, up, up to really a, a questionable type of status, depending on how everything goes leading up to the game, it definitely opens up some possibilities of players um, getting deemed up during the game, and then you're without some you know, major people that you need. Uh, that recipe, combined with the fact that the Cincinnati Bengals are 1-2 are and two right now, uh, they've had a pretty, pretty rough start to the year, uh, and so it's going to definitely put them in a position where they really, really need to win this game. Uh, it's on prime time. It's at home. And, you know, with your only win of the year coming against the Jets, and that was last week, and it, I mean, it really wasn't a pretty win, but it was still one that they were able to pull out. They really needed. Um, this is a team that's a little down right now, and they've got a great team. They've got a pretty good defense. Uh, Joe Burrow is, is definitely good, and they've got Jamar Chase. They've got some great playmakers. Uh, the offensive line has been the huge struggle for the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's going to be an area where uh, the Dolphins will find themselves in a, a huge opportunity. One that they really haven't got to, uh, really, or one that they really haven't had this year, and that's the uh, the possibility of being able to get to the quarterback. Uh, the The offensive lines that they've come up against so far have been pretty good, 
Um, they've done a really good job of keeping the Dolphins from uh, from really racking up those sack numbers and, and really disrupting these quarterbacks. Uh, the offensive line has struggled so much for Cincinnati, though, that it's going to it's going to um, give the Dolphins defense a possibility of of really dominating this game. Um, but depending on their secondary troubles with the injury and everything else, there's 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 definitely some factors going in that um, that we're going to have to keep an eye on. And the Bengals' defense is pretty good, like I was talking about before. So, um, I mean, the the Dolphins' offense uh, is going to have a chance to still be able to put some points up in this game. Uh, there's a chance this could be a pretty uh, pretty high scoring, pretty uh, exciting kind of game. Uh, I, I see it. Definitely having some points scored. I don't see it as just like a defensive slugfest to where there's, you know, you're looking at a 10 to 13 game. Um, but but we'll have to see because it's always a possibility with, with a couple of teams like this and with the defenses that are playing. Uh, but I I, um, I see the, the Dolphins' defense throughout an entire game. Um, I just don't see them having difficulty for the whole game being able to get the Joe Burrow and being able to kind of disrupt him. Um and so I, I think that they're going to be able to generate a lot of pressure. And so it'll, uh, it could create what's going to be a very close game, a very contested game. And uh, in a way, I mean, it's really one that the Cincinnati Bengals need to win more. And so that's, that could come down to it. I don't, um, I don't foresee them just laying down a, to a, to a one and three start on the year. Um, but uh, but the Dolphins will have a lot to pr- uh, to play for too. Uh, obviously, with what's going on in Florida right now, and all thoughts and and, and prayers go up to everyone down there, and hoping that uh, they're able to uh, recover and 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 rebuild and be able to pick up the pieces of what of the tragedy that's going on down there. Um, but they do have a lot to play for. They have a lot. They you know they've they've had to. Uh, leave South uh, South Florida ahead of the storm um, to make sure that they could make it up to Cincinnati before the storm came in and disrupting flights, things like that. Um, so they head up here uh, with what is essentially after playing a game against the Bills on Sunday. Uh, Monday, you're not going to practice. Uh, you're going to you know use it as a rest day. Uh, Tuesday, you're probably going to come in and do walkthroughs, do film study, uh, kind of look at what your plan's going to be and what plan you're going to put in place and start talking about that. And then Wednesday, you're leaving for Cincinnati. Um, so to come straight here, have to do walkthroughs in Cincinnati when you get here, it, cre- it creates a lot of issues. And you're really going to uh, look at this Dolphins team coming into this game as is most likely being a little underprepared, uh, underrested for sure, uh, with with a, what was a emotional and and very hot and hard fought game against the Bills where you could just. You saw the interviews of a lot of the guys after, and they were just completely tired. I mean, just unbelievably tired. Uh, so there's a lot of a uh, lot of aches and, and bruises and bumps and and fatigue that's going to be happening for these Dolphins, and uh, it, it everything together it just it puts together a recipe for um, the Dolphins needing to kind of go uphill a little bit to try to win this game. They're going to be underdogs in it. I believe the last line that I saw was four or four and a half points is what, what they are. Uh, uh, what the underdog uh, number is or what they're giving to the Bengals right now. But if I know anything, and we've learned anything after these first few weeks, it's definitely that this the coaching staff for the Dolphins, they're, they're going to have them ready to play. They're going to have a game plan in place. Um, 
they're going to have an idea of what they want to do and what uh, what the Bengals are going to do. Um, it's just, you know, do the players have enough in there to get it done? Do they have enough to, to go out and get this win? And then you've got a little bit of an extended break. Uh, you get that extra rest that you're going to need after this. And so it's all about just, you know, if they're able to pull it through or not. Um, but uh, I, I do hope for a good game. I'm ready for it either way. And, and what I keep telling everybody is that we're kind of playing with house money right now anyway, being at 3-0. and I never thought we would be here. Um, so, you know, we'll see how many wins we can stack up and, uh, you know, take the losses as they come. But I, we're definitely seeing a, um, a transition into hopefully what's going to be a really good Miami Dolphins team for years to come. But that's all I really have for you for today. Uh, we'll come back at some point next week, um, talk about this Thursday night game. Uh, look ahead to the games ahead, and uh, hopefully we'll be looking at a 4-0 team. <clears throat> uh, very excited to be here in Cincinnati, to be at the game tonight. Uh, Going to be the only game I'll be able to attend this year, so I uh, was really excited to make it this one, knock another stadium off of the list, and um, and ready to go, ready to interact with a bunch of Dolphins fans, go meet a bunch of new people, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a wild party tonight. But again, my name is Tyler Moss. This is the New Beginnings Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll come back to you next week. And until then, fins up, everybody. Let's go Dolphins.